go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. All right, guys. Welcome in. This is another edition of Before the Edges. Joining you on Wednesday night. We are not live tonight. We had uh, some circumstances in the uh, Dog Nation <coughs> production world where we had to make sure we had to do a tape delay, but tape delay does not mean a content delay at all because we've got a great show for you guys tonight. I think uh, the headline speaks for itself. I went to Mississippi last week. If you guys were wondering where I've been lately, I was in Mississippi last week and a lot of places last week. But one of the places I was at was I was at uh, a practice, a final day of spring practice scrimmage for the uh, Germantown Mavericks in Madison, Mississippi. And if you guys have been listening to uh, Dog Nations before the hedges for quite some time now, you know, Madison, Mississippi, you know, the Germantown Mavericks. That's the home of four star running back Branson Robinson, priority target for Georgia excuse me, priority target for Georgia in its 2022 class. Uh, Number two with a bullet on the uh, Dog Nation before the hedges, top targets list each and every week. We had a chance to hang out with Branson Robinson, talk to his coaches, meet some of his family, talk to some of his family, um, teammates, everything like that. And we had a good conversation with him right now about all things Georgia. The other schools in the running, he really says there's, really three schools, if you'll listen closely, three schools that really sound like they're major contenders for him. Uh, he discussed what are the chances of Georgia or any school um, getting an early commitment where he would not need to take all of his official visits in the month of June. Really fascinating stuff, really interesting conversation. You get some highlights, you get some pictures of Branson Robinson as well, and that young man and those massive thighs. Those that impressive 715 pound deadlift, 630 pound squat, and also a 415 pound bench press. I know you guys want to hear from Branson Robinson here on Before the Hedges on Wednesday night. Here you go. Here's a great conversation with Branson Robinson here on Dog Nations Before the Hedges. Uh, I'm just trying to find the right place for me, you know. I'm going to go on these visits, get the feel for everything, you know, make sure whoever I make my decision, you know, it's, I've been there, I, you know, I, I know the feel of everything. I, I know how everything feels. So just trying to get the feel for everything. That's all. Uh, no, it was just those four schools I got right now. I want to actually get five. But those four I got right now is my ones I wanted to see the most. And it's just the dates that they said. I mean, it's no particular order, like a rivalry or nothing like that. It's just the days that they scheduled it for me. So that's all that is. Are you going into this thing thinking that you're going to take all five or take all four before you make a decision? I remember we talked before and you're like, man, if I'm feeling it, mm-hmm. I, might, I might not waste anybody's time. But yeah, how, that, do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing, you know. If I get the feel for it, you know, right then and there, wherever, wherever that visit is, you know, I, I won't waste other people's time, you know, just go and, you know, do what I got to do for that visit, you know, for that college I choose. How do you feel about, I guess, to start with the first one, how do you feel about Georgia, the way they've recruited you? Mm-hmm. I don't know, you've 
from doing this a long time, you felt a certain type of way about Georgia, and then you just needed to go see it, right? Is yeah. that where you've been for a while? Yeah, that's where I've been at for the like the whole time, really. You know, I mean, that's where my you know it's no secret now. It's number one right now, but uh, you know, I just want to get the feel for everything. I just want to go down there, see how everything is, because you know, I just don't want to if I commit there I just don't want to be there the first time I go down there after I commit you know I want to see how everything is and that's all that is. So you think you might take multiple visits before you would make a commitment to any one school? No nah, I mean if they come if it comes to that I mean I would but I I feel like you know wherever wherever visit that you know I feel like I feel home at you know that's that's why I'm gonna you know commit you know so that's Brentson, all that is. Brentson Georgia is still your number one why is Georgia still your number one? Uh, it's just the relationship with, you know, different coaches, you know, Coach Smart, you know, Coach McGee, pretty much the whole coaching staff. And, you know, and it's, it's just the bond that I got, especially with Coach McGee, you know, just talk about certain things and stuff like that. Not on and off the field, sometimes it's just about life and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's, I just it's just really the coaching staff that really pulls me towards Georgia right now. How would you describe your relationship with Coach McGee? Um... I would say he's more like an, an another father, I would say. I mean, you know, nobody is your father, but, you know, you know, we talk about things, you know, not things like considering football, you know, some things about he talk about his wife and kids and talk about how my day went at school and how my grades are and stuff like that. It's just certain stuff like that. That's all. Brenton, you said Georgia was number one. Is, who's number two? Is it hard to figure out number two, or is there a bunch of schools right on, right after them? I want to say it's two schools that's pushing for number two right now. It's uh, Clemson and Alabama. It's real it's real tight between number one and number two. So, uh, yeah, number two, I will say Clemson and Alabama. So, yeah, them the two schools. So it's tight between Alabama and Clemson for number two, or is it tight between Georgia and then those two? Yeah, it's it's tight tight between Georgia and those two, you know. I would say, yeah. I actually, with you know, with everything I said about Georgia with the coaching staff, I can say the same with Clemson and Alabama. You know, Coach Spiller at Clemson and Coach Gillespie at Alabama. He's actually from Mississippi, so you know, we got a lot of similarities and things like that. So yeah, that's all. What do you think people don't know about your game? I think it's out there that you're big and powerful and fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What's the thing that's underrated about your game? It might be your speed. I would say that. I mean, I, people don't know, you know, the type of speed I have. I mean, you can go look at the track records. That, that the times we show you, you know, I'm not just not a big, powerful, mold over you type guy, which I would do that if I wanted to. But I can also, you know, burn, burn out, you know, and stuff like that. So that's a big – I got – I actually think – I mean, I'm not a cocky guy or nothing like that, but – you know, I believe in my ability, but I actually think I'm a well-rounded, complete back. So, I mean, speed is one my biggest thing, but I feel like I'm all around, you know, powerful, agility, all that types of things. So, yeah, that's it. Um, what are the chances, like, you know, you feel it in one of those visits? What are the chances you make a decision? Are you going in there thinking that that's a, that's a hole you could hit, or are you going to make sure you see Georgia, Clemson, and Alabama first? Uh, if I feel like... Like I said, if I feel like when I get there to Georgia, Georgia is my first visit. So if I feel like it's home, you know, I feel home. I, I feel satisfied with everything, the facility, the the coaching staff, the everything, just everything. If I feel that, I mean, I won't waste anybody's time. Like, I'm that's where I want to be. 
have you figured out or thought about how you're going to do it? Like, are you going to do something at school? Are you just going to send out an edit? Are you going to tweet something out? I mean, yeah. What would what would be your your method? I haven't figured that out yet. I've been thinking about it. I've been talking to with my coaches and my uh, my family. You know how I should do it. You know when I do it. If I feel like um, the, after the visit that that's where I want to go, like when I do it and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I ain't quite got everything together yet, but it's gonna come together. What keeps Georgia number one? What's the biggest reason? What's the biggest thing you like about Georgia? Well, like I said, the coaching staff with everything, but um, really another thing is too is like <clears throat> you look at the top schools that I, I placed on my list. It's really a, one of the best situations I'm going into if I decide to commit there, you know. So <clears throat> I have no problem with, you know, sitting, sitting behind someone, you know, learning my freshman year, you know, getting knowledge and everything. But at the same time, you know, I want to contribute to the team. I want to show people what I got in. I feel like, you know, Georgia is the best situation that I would be going into if I decide to commit there. How do you feel about the Chubb comparisons? Have you had a chance to watch his film and yeah. you see it more? I mean, everybody brings this up, but mm -hmm. you embrace it, though, it seems like. Yeah, I do. I mean, look look now, he's one of the best running backs in the league, you know, top three in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, it just inspired me to get where he's at, you know. And I love the comparison. I actually think, you know, that's a pretty good comparison, you know, as far as the power, everything, the speed, you know, agility, everything. But, um. Yeah, it just inspires me to get where he's at. You know, maybe after the game, I get to shake his hand, you know, switch jerseys with him, you know, talk about everything, how I was compared to him coming out of high school and everything like that. So that's just all the motivation for me. What motivates you, man? What, what You put in a lot of work to be great, you can mm -hmm. tell. What motivates you to do that? Oh, uh, man, just, you know, start, I just love this game, man. Like, is where one of the few places I could just come out, you know, and just be me, you know, just let go of everything else and just play and just be happy. Man. I love the violence. I love everything. But uh, another thing that drives me, you know, my um, my uncle, you know, like I said, I told you in a recent interview, well, not recent, but it was like last year, but, um, you know, he was killed, left behind like a three-year-old daughter. And, you know, that really motivated me, you know, to, you know, show everybody that, you know, what I can do and show him, you know, watching down on me, what, 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 you know, what I can do and everything like that. And, you know, provide for my little cousin, you know, thing like that. So show him how good, how great he was and everything like that. So yeah, that's all. What's your little cousin's name and how much does she mean to you? Uh, Riley, Riley Robinson. Uh, she means the world, man. She an energetic little girl, man. I mean, at first she didn't, she didn't like us. She, she didn't like, she don't like boys like that. <laughs> yeah, you can tell, but. You know, as time went on, she kind of knew who we were, you know, said, you know, we not nobody, you know, trying to hurt her or anything like that. We're a cousin, we're a family. And now she's just energetic. She always trying to get on FaceTime with me and everything. You know, that just brings me joy, man. And that's all. Mm -hmm. Brenton, what goes through your mind when you run? Anything? Is it angry? Is it fun? Is it look for green grass? What is it? Really, you can say all three of those, you know, violence. I'm looking to dish out violence, looking for green gas. I mean, I'm looking for all that. I mean, when I'm going, when I'm, Running the ball, I'm actually thinking about, man, how I'm gonna score this touchdown. Cause I, I believe, you know, I've gone up to the ball, going up to the play thinking I'm finna score at every play. So, you know, it's either dishing out violence to get to the end zone, you find green grass to get to the end zone, whatever it needs, wherever it takes, you know, to get to the end zone. That's all. Brenton Robinson. Yes, sir. Uh, number one back in the country on rivals. Mm -hmm. Thanks for your time, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Well, how about that? Branson Robinson, you learned a little bit about him. You learned about how really 
Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. Those are really the three schools there. Uh, you learned about, you know, maybe the really the big thing that he really likes about Georgia. Another big thing he really likes about Georgia. Uh, that stuff he said there about Nick Chubb and wanting to meet him one day was pretty interesting. He discussed why Georgia still remains his top school. Branson Robinson, number one running back in the country on rivals. I think he's number four overall in the country on 24-7 sports and it's 24-7 sports composite uh, standard ranking scale. Uh, man, what an impressive guy there. You saw some of those highlights there. You learned a lot about Branson Robinson, including that very special niece of his as well that's a driving force and a motivation in his life as well. So Branson Robinson is going to visit that first weekend in June with a lot of other major priority targets as well. Uh, for Georgia in the uh, class of 2022. Long list of uh, guys that Georgia is going to see evaluate up close and that are going to evaluate and see Georgia up close in the month of June as well. Speaking of lists, everybody's got their click list. Everybody's got that grocery list that they go through um, when they go grocery shopping. And what better way to do that than when you go Krogering? Plenty of those in the Southeastern Conference footprint. Plenty of those in Georgia, plenty of those in the Atlanta metro area. Let's take a minute right now and hear from Kroger, one of our chief sponsors here on Dog Nations Before the Hedges. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online. Choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. There you go. Wednesday night kind of never gets old hearing Brandon talk about some groceries and some produce and hearing, seeing some of those scenes and some of those messages from Kroger. Again, this is Dog Nations Before the Hedges. If you're just joining us, uh, we're on tape delay tonight. Uh, we've had to pre-tape in order to take care of uh, some uh, situations away from the live feed every Wednesday night. But we had a good show for you. You just joining us, like I said, you missed a great in-depth interview with Branson Robinson. Learned a lot about him, and even a guy like myself that's talked to him, you know, a handful of times already. I always enjoy the chance to speak to Branson and his family. And you got a really good look, and you got to hear from Branson Robinson as well. Branson Robinson will kind of get ahead of our skis a little bit here, uh, here on Before the Hedges. Branson Robinson is number two. We're going to, you know, we're going to go ahead and spoil that surprise. He's number two on the Before the Hedges top targets list this week. Where's Branson Robinson on your top targets for the class of 2022? I talk to a lot of folks. I hear from a lot of folks. I see from a lot of folks on the Dog Nation forum that they really like Branson is the number one target in their class, uh, one of their most wanted targets in the class of 2022 for Georgia, to be certain. Um, but let's take a look at that list. We uh, we updated each and every week um, with things that are going on with the uh, class of 2022. Let's take a look at it. Number 13, he's back there again this week. Uh, Christian Miller looks so good in his spring game, the way he gets off the ball, very explosive, really USC, Georgia, Ohio State. There's some Louisville in there to look at as well, but Christian Miller out of Cedar Grove, Georgia. Ellenwood, Georgia, such a vibrant personality. Number 12, that's one of those five-star cornerbacks Georgia is always seeking in every cycle. 
This is Dalen Everett out of the defending national high school mythical champions at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Another IMG Academy ascender, offensive tackle, Tyler Booker. I think those elite all-American offensive linemen are going to be so hard to find in that class of 2022. Number 10 is Anai White out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Another one of those potential Philly dogs right there. You need to know he's a guy that would play on the edge. He's going to come visit Georgia in June as well. Uh, be one of those outside, you know, kind of odd front, off to the side, uh, outside linebacker, weak side, outside linebacker type, type guys. I think he can play that position. Uh, chief thing to know there about Anai White is he is also uh, he also hails from the same high school program, which produced Tyke Smith as well. Walter Nolan, nation's number one defensive tackle. I think it continues to get harder to see uh, Georgia. Uh, you know, there's a lot of schools vying for Walter Nolan. Obviously, he feels pretty strongly about Georgia. He likes them a whole lot, but a lot of schools are in there for the nation's number one defensive tackle. That's why he's dipped a little bit the past couple of weeks um, from maybe like number five or number six to where he's at right now at number nine. Number eight, uh, this young man, Jeremiah Alexander, I've gotten a chance to spend some time with him as well recently. Got a chance to watch him practice. Man, that guy is an effective, a, a nonstop, relentless football player. Um, they make very few football players the way they practice, constant effort, want to get their teammates better, uh, like Jeremiah Alexander. Uh, has a chance to win this year at Thompson High in Class 7A Alabama. Has a chance to win his third consecutive state championship in Alabama's largest classification. He's an All-American. He's a five-star. He's going to make his decision after his senior season. Uh, number seven, former Before the Hedges Wednesday Night Live uh, guest. Of course, let me remind folks, you guys can catch Before the Hedges on Spotify, on your YouTube podcast platform, on your YouTube uh, podcast platform. Like I said, you can also catch us on the Apple podcast platform. You can catch us. We stream live on YouTube. We're also on Facebook, as you guys are joining us here tonight, SoundCloud. Um, Spotify, all those favorite podcast delivery devices. You can catch us there each and every week. Uh, number six, uh, Travis Shaw. Number seven, you got a chance to, you, we got a chance to talk to Oscar Delp a couple of weeks ago on Before the Hedges. Uh, Travis Shaw, another nation's number two defensive tackle. He's one of the Grimsley Whirlies, another state champion program out of North Carolina. Travis Shaw actually plays for the largest uh, the state champion and the largest high school program in North Carolina as well. Um, number five, Evan Stewart. Uh, let me see, what, what can I tell you that I've learned about Evan Stewart lately? Really likes Georgia. Um, gonna take, give Georgia a visit. Gonna give Georgia a really hard look, but also um, Evan Stewart. Um, probably one of, the, you can rank him a, among one of those guys that really wants to see a little bit more from the Georgia offense, a little bit more development from Georgia's receivers. Uh, I will say those that characterize him as a raw uh, talent, I, I think they're a little bit misinformed as uh, Evan Stewart is a guy that has put a lot of detail and a lot of work and a lot of grind into being uh, the type of wide receiver he is right now. He's been training with one of the top trainers in the state of Texas for well over two years now. Um, number four on this list, Kamari Wilson. Always continue to hear a lot of vibes about a lot of chatter, a lot of talk about Kamari Wilson. Uh, five-star safety in the uh, 2022 recruiting class. Uh, Kamari Wilson is also out of IMG Academy. Uh, number four. Number three, it's Kojo Antwi. Uh, 
July 5th is his date. We're going to see that again on a full screen in a second. But um, recently, Kojo Antwi, what's the latest things we can talk to you about, Kojo Antwi? Um, you know, he's really doing a good job of checking out Texas A&M, checking out Georgia, checking out Ohio State. I think those visits will be pivotal for him. He's also going to visit USC in the month of June as well. Another guy that would love to see Georgia, a little bit more from Georgia's receivers, wants to, you know, maybe get a little bit more excited about how he would be used and what type of um, playmaking ability he's seen out of the Georgia wide receiver core. Uh, number two, you guys know all about Branson Robinson after chatting or uh, listening in on a chat we had with him very recently from his high school at Germantown High School in uh, Madison, Mississippi. Madison, Mississippi is really right outside of Jackson actually a bigger city than I thought when I got a chance to visit there as well. And number one on the list, he remains on the list because I think he can do so many things. He's an in-state uh, priority uh, and defensive linemen are so valuable to Georgia in this recruiting class. And uh, five-star Mikel Williams out of Hardaway in Columbus, Georgia, had six sacks in his spring game, had 17 sacks uh, last year as a junior. USC is going to get a visit. Georgia's going to get an unofficial visit that first week of June as well. He's going to be visiting with Christian Miller. Uh, guys, there's going to be so many guys visiting in the month of June. I guess I'm going to feel like your favorite weather forecaster trying to keep up with Santa Claus on Christmas night uh, with that help of that NORAD space station and everything else. There's going to be so many flight patterns of guys going in and out of Athens town, uh, getting a good look at the university of Georgia. Um, 10 other names to know, uh, a lot of guys on here are visiting. A lot of guys on here are taking official visits soon. Aaron Bryant, love that defensive tackle out of South Haven, Mississippi. Be very interesting to see where Aaron Bryant fits in, should he want to commit. Um, you should be feeling a certain type of way about Georgia in the month of June. But all those other defensive tackles on the grid as well. Jihad Campbell, another great edge outside defender. He's also out of IMG Academy. Another one member of the defending national champions. Traquan Figgins out of Oxford, Alabama. You know, kind of the kind of the noise on him, kind of Georgia's pull on them. I think it's the chances of Georgia bringing him into the class kind of ebbed a little bit of late. Um, still a very impressive defensive back out of Alabama. Andre Green just going to give Georgia an official visit. He announced that earlier this week. A lot of schools are going to get an official visit. Andre Green has given one to Oregon, North Carolina, Georgia. A lot of schools are going to get unofficial visits. Uh, Andre Green Jr. to me. I spoke very highly of him on last week's podcast and on last week's Before the Hedges, but um, Andre Green Jr. really, uh, really impresses me a whole lot. I think he is woefully underrated as a top 20-ish uh, wide receiver in this class. Shalik Knotts, another great wide receiver. Jacob Hood, uh, Georgia out and Auburn seem to be standing out to him quite a lot. He also likes Miami. Uh, Jacob Hood has a lot. If you read some published reports by Rivals.com about Jacob Hood, Jacob Hood has a lot of Georgia fans in his family. That's something to always pay in mind. Uh, Alex McPherson, the kicker from uh, Fort Payne, Alabama, very rare offer for Georgia to a kicker. Um, Addison Nichols, uh, uh, Greater Atlanta Christian, Keith Miles, Keon Sab. That's a name that we'll mention a couple more times in the show, the nation's number one athlete. Brilliant football player, another guy that's also at IMG Academy. And the more you think about it, the more you hear Keon Sab does have a chance to be in this class. He does have a chance with some strong interest in Georgia. Uh, you know, be, it kind of boggles the mind how Georgia can find a way to add potentially a Kamari Wilson, a safety hybrid defensive back type, and then also Keon Sab, another great 
um, all around secondary type defender in this class. But um, the plans for both of those guys would be a little bit different. And I'm sure that's, that's something those young men do find intriguing. Uh, five-star defensive end Shamar Stewart, again, he's a guy that we're going to be mentioning a lot because Georgia and every other school in the country is going to be chasing him. He's a five-star. He's a top-ten player. Um, he is also uh, really strongly considering, without much wavering, um, really wants to consider uh, making his decision late in February. It's going to take a long time. So that's one of those decisions that will uh, include much uh, marination as it comes down the track. I uh, got some timelines for 2022 targets, potential. Uh, Quayshon Sapp, really good guy. We just He's also on those other, other names to know. Hear a lot of Florida, hear a lot of Florida State with him. I think Georgia's obstacle with Quayshon Sapp is just simply the amount of stocked offensive line room talent uh, they have there. Uh, Florida State certainly doesn't have those same uh, issues. Uh, Kojo Antwi, uh, July 5th. It's his mom's birthday. I always love seeing that stuff. And uh, September 30th, four-star deep tied in Oscar Delp, uh, also going to uh, make that decision very likely, uh, he says, on his mother's birthday as well. His mother runs marathon. Clemson, Michigan, uh, Georgia, those feel like the really teams that you, you hear a lot about and you see a lot of, uh, you know, really strong comments from Oscar uh, about as well. The breakdown, Georgia still stands at number one nationally, three offensive uh three offensive uh, prospects in this class so far, eight defensive class prospects in this class so far, one special teams. That's the somewhat famous now, Brett Thorson out of Australia, pro kick Australia, eight in state, four out of state, three five-star commitments, five top 50 commitments, uh, Big Bear Alexander, Dayon Bowie, uh, Gunnar Stockton, Malachi Starks, uh, and then also you've got Jalen Walker as well. Um, top 100 commits are seven of those. Top 150 commits, there's eight of those. Ten commits in the SEC footprint and another two uh, commits beyond the SEC footprint. Got some things we want to show you guys this week as we uh, kind of go around the horn a little bit. Um, first one I want to show you is something we wrote about, uh, I believe it was on Monday night on dognation.com. Uh, this is a tweet. Let me set this up. This is a kind of uh, wild tweet, I guess I want to say here. This is a tweet from Amari Sab. He's a seventh grade football player um, in uh, New Jersey. He is the younger brother, class of 2026, of Keon Sab, the five-star safety from IMG Academy we just mentioned earlier, and our other names to know. Well, Georgia offered him a scholarship. And according to my records, and it is believed that uh, according to my reporting, that this is the earliest Georgia has ever offered, or at least there's been a public reveal of uh, Georgia offering a young man while he's in the seventh grade. Now, there are a few names, Eric Gilbert, uh, D'Angelo Gibbs, Owen Papo. Uh, those guys got their offers really either right at the end of their eighth grade year or in the summer between their eighth grade year and their ninth grade year when they went to camp, when they were just out of middle school, but not quite yet in high school, but they were practicing with their high school teams. Um, it seems so long, long ago when uh, Jeremy Pruitt kind of opened the door for those younger players to start getting those offers from Georgia um, when he was a rising freshman for Grayson High School. And now Owen Papo was, I think, a rising senior, uh, or excuse me, a rising junior now at Auburn and a pretty great linebacker, draft prospect in his own right as well. But um, 
their only other recollection of a guy that I can remember going earlier that than that was Demetrius Robertson's younger cousin, uh, or excuse me, uh, nephew, I believe. Um, and that would be Michael Robertson in the class of 2022. He got his offer um, right around January. I'll never forget this because I was in the uh, high school of uh, Marvin Wilson. Everybody remembers that name. He ended up going to Florida State. Walker Little, he ended up going to uh, he ended up going to Stanford is now and is now a draft pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But um, I was at that beautiful high school in suburban metro uh, metropolitan Houston when I. I learned that uh, Michael Robertson had an offer from Georgia and Michael Robertson um, closely related to Demetrius Robertson, who's still on the Georgia team for one more season. Um, he got an offer from Georgia, like in the middle of his eighth grade year. So when, when you see this, you see this offer here to Amari Saab, that's quite substantial. Um, I want to show you another young, and this is one of those, one of my vibes guys for like the last uh, four or five months when I've gotten to see a lot of, somehow I've seen a lot of seventh and eighth grade players is these guys just keep looking bigger and bigger and um, more impressive. I want you to look at Cameron Sparks right here. This is a tweet from Terrence Edwards at TE Wide Receiver Academy. This is 6'4", Cam is in the eighth grade, and he's standing right there next to Arik Gilbert. Everybody knows who Arik Gilbert is, but look at that side-by-side there of a young man in the eighth grade, Cameron Sparks. He's about 6'4", he's about 205, 210. He's a wide receiver, tight end, linebacker. Um, I think he's going to end up playing for Woodward Academy this fall. Also plays some basketball. He's a power forward, but wow. Um, that's crazy, man. Look at that. You know, you see seventh graders. There's another seventh grader uh, by the name of Tyler Atchison in the Duluth, Gwinnett County area, uh, being trained by Marcus Howard. Uh, even Owen Papo thinks he's the next coming. He reminds him. It reminds him a lot of himself at that age, uh, Tyler Atkinson. And for, 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 for me, guys, I know this is like, Jeff, why are you talking about all these about all these seventh graders? But for me, guys, that kind of hits really home because my youngest son, Kyle, is seven, excuse me, is in the seventh grade. And he's almost um, almost six feet tall and he's 12 years old. But it, it kind of boggles my mind that kids in his grade are already getting offers uh, from the University of Georgia. Uh, really staggering to see the way things are happening there. What do you guys think about that? How do you guys feel about that? Is it too much too soon or is it just kids are bigger, faster and stronger? You might as well get one of those early offer in offers in. I'd love to I'd love for everybody to kind of break down how they feel about it. Is that a good thing? Yes. Bad thing? No. You have reservations. How would you feel if that was one of your children or if you were a coach and that was one of your players already getting an offer from a big school like Georgia? Um, at that stage of their career. And it wasn't just Georgia for that Amari Saab. You already had an offer from Penn State. Uh, he's from the New Jersey area. He already offered already had an offer from Penn State and also already had another offer from Ole Miss as well. So it wasn't just Georgia here. Uh, speaking of Georgia, look at what that uh, five-star digital design team for Georgia tweeted out uh, or shared an edit with, with Malachi Starks and his family. Look at this state long jump champion edit right there. Really smooth, really well done. Um, future Bulldog, you see he's already a state champion. And we always notice how well Georgia likes to go after guys that, that win uh, and place very highly in the state track meets every year. And Malachi Starks is no exception. I got two uh, things I want to show you. These from the video realm. Uh, this is a young man I know pretty well. I've got a chance to share a sideline with him a lot of times over the last few months. This is Saucy Mar. He's a content creator. He's a guy that takes a lot of pictures. Very talented young man, but he caught video on 
on this past week of uh, Denylon Morissette. And watch Denylon Morissette here on this video. You see uh, Denylon housing one. And when I mean housing one, it really, I think this play shows off everything that Georgia fans should really be excited about when it comes to Denylon Morissette. You see there he has the ability to, to make a play on a ball. He's got the speed. He's got the grit. He's got the determination. He's got the balance. Really hard to get on the ground. He's a really effective weapon getting those yards after catch and those um, yak yards that Jerry Rice always made so famous in the NFL. Uh, and he goes 99 yards, and that's one of the longest plays you'll ever see in high school, one of the longest plays in North Cobb high history. And they, they threw that ball. They didn't mind. It's really kind of like a hitch route on an RPO play right here, but um, they fire the ball out. Looks like Den Island Morissette makes about three or four guys miss, and then he's off to the races. And Den Island told me out of that play, he was really kind of shocked that he was able to break loose on that play. Um, he was making something happen. And I know you guys have, have seen a lot of that, seen a lot of that video right there and, you know, kind of repeating it over and over. Let me pull up. I want to make sure you, uh, I'm going to make sure you get an idea of what he said. Uh, he's like, he ran a hitch and the ball was a little low. So he had to come back to the, the ball. He turned up field, he broke a tackle and somehow he stayed on his feet. Uh, he was kind of shocked. He scored. He said he was laughing going down the whole sideline. He'd gotten free and wiggled loose, kind of pulled a Houdini act down the sideline, uh, to get free and romp for a 99 yard touchdown. So, uh, you know, great play there. And uh, another video we want to show you is I want to show you this one. This is another one of those mementos I brought back from uh, Mississippi. And while I was out there visiting uh, Branson Robinson, uh, I also got a chance to see Xavier Harris. And Xavier Harris is a four-star defensive tackle. Is at the same high school? And watch it kind of boomeranging in and out right here if you guys hadn't had a chance to see this yet. But um, that's Xavier Harris. He has an offer from Georgia. He plays basketball. He's in the class of 2022, and look at him. The size was just blew my mind. I knew he was big. I did not know he was that big. And, you know, Tim Schrammick, uh, really good dude. It's uh, the head coach of uh, Branson Robinson and also Xavier Harris in uh, Germantown. He was telling me that recruiters have been calling him a lot this spring, wanting to just get a height check, get an update height for Xavier uh, uh, Harris, height and weight. Most people had him at 6'5". Uh, 3.30, and he had to say, no, that's not really right. That's not really accurate. And mostly what recruiters usually say at that point is like, oh, he's not quite 6'5". Is he more like 6'4", 6'4 and three quarters? You can tell us how tall he is. He's like, no, actually 6'8 and about 3.55. And, folks, if you don't believe that or if you're skeptical, defensive tackle, although he looks a lot like a right tackle, he can really play the position. I know folks will, will wonder how can a young man play defensive tackle at that pad level. but uh, nation's number 13 defensive tackle right now in the 24-7 sports composite. I saw him with my own eyes. He can make plays laterally. He was a, a guy that was a constant disruptor and penetrator in the backfield. Uh, but he can make that play on that backside screen. He can make that play coming flying laterally downfield or flashing laterally, laterally, laterally uh, up and down the sideline. He's got some good feet. Of course, he probably needs to change his body up and get rid of some bad weight there. You can all tell. But Folks, that, I, you know, I'm speaking as a guy that's seen both Amarius Mims and now Xavier Harris up close for multiple uh, for practices, multiple practices and extended periods of times. Um, I think Xavier is almost every bit. Of course, he's bigger, you know, thicker than Amarius Mims was. Amarius Mims is a freak of a size athlete. Not a lot of fat on him, um, not a lot of bad weight on him. But you look at Xavier and Xavier's probably 
every bit as tall, but he's he's a bigger dude. Look at him next to that regulation blocking stand right there. Um, just kind of blows my mind to see everything that um, Zayvon Harris also brings to the ta- table as a teammate of Branson Robinson as well. Now, Zayvon does like Georgia. Um, Alabama, LSU are on him. He's got an official visit scheduled to Tennessee um, at this time. And that was a funny story there. It's like, why'd you make the visit? And he's like, well, you may be honest. Um, my mom made the visit. My mom said, let's go to Tennessee. She wanted to check out Tennessee. I guess she'd had some good conversations with those coaches there at Tennessee. And and when mom wants you to take an official visit, it kind of sounded like she made the uh, appointment, kind of like she'd make a a dentist appointment for him. He's like, all right, we're going to take an official visit to University of Tennessee in Knoxville. All right, mom. That's kind of what it was like. He likes Georgia. He's going to visit Georgia. He said Georgia has really sort of kind of picked up a little of its communication a little bit of as of late. Uh, he does have an offer from Georgia, and he did place Georgia among his top six. His top six was all made up of SEC schools as well. Well, guys, I guess we can kind of consider this the Germantown High School Maverick Football Edition. The beginning of the show, I spent a lot of time talking to Branson Robinson, uh, priority 2022 running back in the 2022 class for Georgia, big-time target. And now we kind of end the show with a lot of information here about Zavin Harris, uh, he's just an oddity, guys. I don't, I don't know if, you know, you see, you don't see his name on the names to know. You didn't see his name on the uh, top ten targets or anything like that, top thirteen targets. But gosh, if you guys have been doing this for as many times as I have, and you've been as many practices as I have, and you see a young man that's put together like that, it kind of makes you want to stop the presses a little bit, tell a little bit of the world about it because you just don't see anything like that every day. All right, guys. Uh, been a great show. Uh, want to thank Kroger, want to thank um, Branson Robinson and also the Germantown High School football program for their hospitality last week and letting me kind of go up close and get a good look at what they're doing. Hope you guys are having yourself a good week so far. Hope you guys are um, staying safe. Also enjoying these transitionary times with schools and all of our homes. Uh, and I do wish you guys to all have the uh, best of weeks and everything else. We were tape delay this week, but we'll be back the following week. We'll have a lot of uh, we'll have a lot of stuff to discuss, and I, I believe uh, let me check my uh, calendar. I believe the next time we 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 uh, start talking uh, on Dog Nation, uh, the next episode of Before the Hedges uh, Wednesday Night Live Before the Hedges from Dog Nation, brought to you by Kroger, um, we'll be in the pig. We'll be in the uh, epicenter of uh, college visits again. I believe the next program after this one will be on June the 2nd and the doors will be wide open at the University of Georgia along with every other school in the country and it will be madness, uh, June madness trying to keep up with all this. But uh, that's the task I've appointed to myself, task I feel so very blessed to do for Dog Nation, get to talk to you guys about recruiting, get to cover the University of Georgia and its recruiting and its football recruiting for dognation.com. I certainly enjoy that privilege and the ability to be able to do that. Hope you guys have enjoyed the program. Hope you guys have enjoyed another Before the Hedges. We'll be back at you again real soon. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll see everybody again on the pages of dognation.com. Let's go, I'm a bulldog, so Georgia who won't pick it. I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.